0: We love
1: hip-hop. So let's have a conversation.
2: We are here. Where are we at, fam? Pick Smile. It. Um, it's my, my brother's barbershop. Right here. I'm getting my hair cut all the time. Too. Okay, okay. So I don't even know what the barbershop's called. I can't even lie.
1: I feel like we're in a barbershop and a clothing shop at the same yeah. time.
2: Yeah, yeah. They transformed it into a... Into both, the vintage shit's so crazy right now, right? Yeah, so crazy for the vintage stuff. So, has been my bar- it's my barber, um, my barber shop. But he's been my barber for like 15 years.
1: Yeah. So we're here now. You have a new album that just dropped. I was listening to it earlier, and the album is pretty fucking dope. Um, Heaven. Let me let me find the title here because I literally just taking it in earlier.
2: Um... In God's hands. Yeah. Why did you name it that title? Um. I mean, this last, I, I feel like the last couple of years for everybody, but like this last like nine, 10 months for me has been like crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, just with like, you know, loss and, and you know, I lost my father. Uh, I R.I.P. lost my mentor, uh, like a, a mentor in the music industry, like my engineer, like since I started, mm-hmm. um, he passed suddenly. Um, friends. And then just, you know, like the highs and lows. I mean, uh, to me, like the COVID stuff is whatever, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, but I just, for me, it's like I left everything in God's hands. Like I'm a firm, like I'm, I'm Orthodox. I'm Macedonian. Mm-hmm. So even some of the stuff at my church, I don't fully understand because I'm not like fluent in Macedonia. Yeah. So some of the stuff they're even saying, I don't know, but I really believe in a higher power. I yeah. really believe in leaving not up to chance, but in God's hands. Like, you know, some things are just too good to explain. Mm-hmm. and Some things are just too fucked up to really be like, yo, this doesn't make sense. It like, yeah. you know, can't make sense of something. So for me, it's like I leave it in God's hands. Yeah.
1: And, and you know, RIP to, to your dad, my condolences, man. You, um, I lost my, my mom and my dad maybe about a couple years ago now. And I know with me, I, I do a lot of uh work as a trauma response what was like how did you know what was it after like that passing because losing a parent is a big deal and you talk about your dad a lot on this on this album here
2: yeah right yeah all all those records other than one were recorded before he passed okay how crazy is that wow i never used to speak about my dad like that in my music it was my mom i speak about like yeah that. yeah because i'm like you know i'm I, I mean i'm close with my dad but like me and my mom are very similar we're both hustlers we, our our work ethic is extremely similar. I'm a am bo- a I'm a guy, so I'm a mama's boy first. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, like even listening today, I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, the I timing. was speaking like this before he passed. You know, the one record uh, with Millie's, all I ever wanted. Nope, that was after my dad passed. Like, yeah, you know, but everything else was before. No, and and I I feel like it's a like I've listened to a
1: lot of your projects, right? But could me. This is like one of your most concise projects. Like I got to hear a good blend of you like rap rapping and then you doing like different types of melodic flows at the same time, mm-hmm. but it not sounding like, um, what's the word I'm looking for?
2: It's not like sounding like you're trying to, to do something like it's just comfortable. No, I found me on um, yeah. the music shit. And I think, I think because of my position in the industry and my position in life, Mm-hmm. Th- at this point that I'm able to actually like do whatever I want. Yeah. Like, it doesn't matter. I want to hit a real certified hit. Cause I know what it does for you when you have it. Yeah. And I know what to do with it when yeah. you have it, but I'm not chasing it because yeah. I'm good either way. Yeah. So I think I got to like, you know, I have, I'm in the best position I've ever been in um, well, financially. Sh- you said you bought your second half off, off of features, bro. And that's real shit. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's hundred percent a- true. I was like, Damn, yeah, artists. feature money, yeah. But I do things like that where I'm like, oh, I want something, okay. Then I got to do this thirty times to get it. Mm. Or I got to do this, you know, whatever. So, you know, I don't post about features, but like that—that's like a heavy, heavy thing for—I mean, for me and for a lot of artists, right? Yeah, like, yeah. Feature money's crazy, but I just don't post like, oh, today I only get a special, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like if if you're not gonna pay what I want, I just don't care to do it you know but listen fam it's it's an accomplishment
1: you know what i'm saying 100 and like you hit number one on the itunes charts with this album too yeah, yeah 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 Yeah. how did that feel
2: dope i mean it debuted at number one i i feel like it's crazy because i would love to have a million fans but if you have a thousand fans that'll do a thousand things for you mm-hmm. you can still do the same thing as a, a million and mm-hmm. itunes is different like iTunes is its own beast. Apple yeah. Music's its own beast. Spotify's its own beast. Titles its own beast. YouTube's its own beast. I mean they all they all work together in a sense, mm-hmm. but it's all different. So, you know, for me is like I'm 34. So my demographic uses iTunes. Yeah. They use more than they use Apple Music. Yeah. Or, you know, they use Spotify more or whatever. So, you know, my numbers are really good on Spotify. I think we're at like just under 2 million. Nice um, streams, but that's you know the Trey songs recognition mm-hmm. too. That's been out for a minute, and we're going to talk about that too. I'm sure we are, and um, just yeah, I mean it, it feels good, and I set things up like that because it's like a look. Once you go, then that's a post. Mm-hmm. So for me, because I don't do like I'm not into like the the fuckery online to like make content. Yeah. So for me, it's like I need to. I need accomplishments. I yeah. need to you know, I have a gold album that we're waiting for the certifications on. That's a post. Mm-hmm. That's for me to go on Or I've got 150 shows from today till New Year's that I booked. Yeah. That's something I should be posting about. Not, yeah. You know, some some street shit, some fuckery that's just not who I am. But even like with you uh,
1: and you know, 34 is a young age, right? Yeah, it is. But you were still, you're still old enough to have gone through the time where social media wasn't there in the game and you were still making music Mm -hmm. to where social media is there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Now, do do you not feel sometimes like inclined, like, Hey, I might want to just do some fucking clout post, post a fucking stack and I get
2: some extra traction on the shit. Um, Yeah, kind of, like not a lot, but like, it's not even like the money thing or like that kind of thing. Cause like I even say in one of my songs, I don't post none of this shit you guys brag about, Mm -hmm. you know? And to me, that in itself is a big thing. Yeah. Cause you know, like I see someone, you're not really rich so you can fly private, not post it. I mean, that's, that's true. Mm -hmm. And and it's kind that's like that to say, but you're still saying it. So you're still really posting it even though you're not posting. Yeah. You're still saying it. So it's still a flex or whatever. But um, I get angry, like where I want to tell the truth. Mm -hmm. And in in life, and not just the music business, in life, people don't want to hear the truth. Yeah. So for me, sometimes- handle the truth. It's true though, bro. Even I have a tough time with certain things that I know are true. Mm -hmm. You know, if- Whatever it is, there's certain shit you just know, but you don't want to hear it. Yeah. And then there's things like, bro, there's so much shit I do in the business or in life where I see other people post like they did it. Like, bro, I'm the one who got Gucci Man into Canada. Mm. And you gotta we also have to
1: keep in mind because some people will be like, okay, you got Gucci Man. Gucci Man freaking beat a murder charge and yeah. probably had Multiple, Multiple charges, charges before yeah. that.
2: So, so it's so not yeah, that so easy. My, and no, and it's not as simple as I got Gucci Man into Canada. Yeah. I didn't book his flight. Yeah. We did his paperwork behind the scenes and and then, you know, we came up with the idea of sitting him courtside at the basketball game. Mm. So like me and a couple other people, it wasn't just me by any means. Okay. But like, pull that was our play. And yeah. then Drake, because he's friends with him, and I was on tour with Snoop Dogg at the mm-hmm. time, but Drake walked out with them and they were there together. Like, I'm yeah. not saying they were there together. But it's things like that. And it's not Drake that's saying anything or doing anything. It's other people where it's like he gets all the credit for it. Mm.
0: You know how much
2: work the people with me had to put in to do that? Yeah. Or, and, bro, there's a hundred other things that, like, I could name tours. Like, bro, I, I did all the big Wu-Tang shows in Canada and stuff. You so, did Yeah, like, as a group. Not I did them individually, too, mm-hmm. a lot. But like the first person to bring them as a group in probably like 20 years was me. Yeah. And multiple times. But other people will take credit for it and I just don't feel people who know that need to know no. Yeah. So you'll hear certain things and for me it's like that's what I mean when I want to post something that that I pro- like what am I going to post? Fuck you guys, I brought them. Like, yeah. It's corny. And it looks salty. Well, it is salty. Yeah. Because you're mad because it's Yo, business is personal, bro. Yeah, yeah. I don't, it's not the other way. When yeah. people say business is, isn't personal, it's always personal, bro. No. Yeah. As I work my ass off for that opportunity. Yeah. Or, I, or I'm feeding my family off of that opportunity. Or that opportunity could help me get another opportunity. So, you know, who needs to know knows? But for me, that's the type of shit sometimes I get like in my feelings. It'd be like, yo, you guys know that like I'm responsible for X, Y, and Z, but mm-hmm. somebody else is getting the credit for it. Yeah. So sometimes yeah. I don't want to do that shit.
1: But, you, but- you know, from what I see online, you don't. you just chill.
2: Yeah, right. so, yeah
1: completely. But even with because um, you talk about promotion and you're like one of the you're to me, I won't even say one of the main promoters or the people who bring people into the city. You're the main.: Yeah, right? At this point, yeah. but the pandemic hit.
2: we're still kind of in it, but when we were like locked down, mm. how did that affect you? I mean, that side of my business is like crazy. I mean, everybody, you know, there's a couple other really, there's, there's probably like one other guy Mm. in in Toronto that I think is really dope. And, um, he's a good friend of mine, but bro, it crippled that side of the industry. Nothing happening. No. And I mean, the online shit to me was all the way corny Mm -hmm. that like, I even had like big, big ideas set up with companies. I had things that we were going to roll out. And then a few people I, I do business with did it. And I just, you know, the online thing wasn't it for me. Yeah. You know, even when the grant companies and, and certain people were giving you money just to do it, which is mm-hmm. amazing. For me, bro, I can't do it. I'm not, if right now for a bag, I'm not performing in here. Yeah. Almost. It's weird. Or I'm performing in front of your phone. Yeah. Or my girl. Yeah. Or like in my house. Like, yeah. You know, like, no, not, it's, it just wasn't for me per se. But yeah, during all that stuff, bro, it was um, it didn't feel like you were gonna come out of it. Mm-hmm. But then, like certain areas started opening, or a certain countries. Yeah. And bro, I was we were bagging up in Dubai mm-hmm. like crazy. I just wasn't going. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. we were booking in Dubai. Then we started booking. Um, where were we booked after Dubai? Dubai was the first market I probably booked, mm-hmm. kind of mid pandemic. So because you got to remember, Canada was locked all the way down. Yeah, everywhere else wasn't locked all the way down. That's true. There's well, a lot of American states. Minute, but yeah. Well, I was in LA. I went to LA during the pandemic. I went to Boston. Mm-hmm. I went to um, Vegas. Um, I went to New York. Like, still, so I was still like, that's where I like, I shot my single with Trey Songz. Yeah. Uh, I shot the video, recorded the record. I shot a single video with um, Young Blue. Mm. I got a couple other really big records too that um, I haven't put out yet. Yeah. But I did all that during the pandemic
1: okay and like what about even for like the shows coming into the city and stuff like that you know bringing acts into the country and stuff with that completely being cut off they cut off the american border not to be a pocket watcher but how much money did that co- did the company lose during that like let's say a year space of time roughly
2: i mean that we would have generated for, yeah for everybody in the country and all the promoters and shit not only that but like Cause you must have had to cancel
1: a show that were pre-booked, yeah, yeah, we and can't, not knowing yeah, we that the like pandemic. So fucking like
2: talking six, about bro, six millions, tours, millions, bro, oh. like 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 eight figures, for sure. Oh yeah, but like bro, I mean everybody, everything was like that. Yeah, everything was like that. So, and it's not eight figures to Peter Jackson's pocket. Yeah, right? yeah, and yeah. No, the company. That's in thousands. It. That's hundreds of people. Like we, you know, there's a lot of people involved in this stuff. Yeah, but easily, bro. Like, you know, because at this point now, bro, wait till next year in Canada. Mm-hmm. by next year, because now, like the all that vaccine crap's done. Yeah. So now everybody can come. So now it's a different time. Like yo, I was at the bank today, and, and I'm doing a, a wire for some business, mm-hmm. and the girl's looking at me, and she's like. And I'm like, what's up? I could tell that she want to say something. And then she's like, when's Ice Cube coming? And I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm like, what are you talking about? And she's like, I, I love Ice Cube. She's like, you know but..." And I'm like, the fuck? She said, like, but you were with Ice Cube in the States. And I'm like, mm. oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like, so I know he's not vaccinated and he ate. When's he coming? Yeah. And I'm like, oh, wow. I'm like, this is the teller of the bank. So it's like, what is it? That shit was the, rolling, the Roaring 20s or the mm-hmm. Roaring 30s or whatever it was called. And they said, like, after the war or whatever, everything went crazy. That's what's about to happen, and yeah, that's what's going depression on. Depression right. and everything boosted after everything boosted yeah, right yeah, after yeah, everything yeah. got knocked down and, and, and messed up. But people want to go out, bro. Yeah. People like you can. I'm, I'm watching. I'm watching people do it now, bro. I got Afro Man here right now in mm. Canada. He's selling out every day. I'm not saying he's not dope because he's very dope. Yeah, doper I than I him. ever thought he yeah. was on stage because it's not the music I per se listen to. But mm. doesn't mean we're not doing business. Yeah. But then when I went out and the shows are sold out. The merch is sold out. The people are happy as shit and mm-hmm. the show's good. I was like, oh, fuck. People really want to be out right now. Yeah. Yeah. They're just happy to be back out. And, like nothing ever happened.
1: Yeah, man. That's, that's a crazy time, man, to think about it. Eh? Um, the album I was listening to on the way and we even had some conversations behind the scenes about like the Trey Song song. Shout out to our sponsors, Astro Pink. Always coming with that loud, loud. Check them out on their website, myastropink.com, or you can hit them up on Instagram, at astro underscore pink. If you know, you know. And I seen it on the album then. When the song first came, like when I first started seeing previews of it, I was like, this is a good idea. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was like, that's a fucking dope collabo to have. And with the Ain't No Mountain, like big Mass fucking example, sample. Yeah. Right? And then I started seeing the fucking blogs, Trey songs, this, Trey songs, that, Trey, like crazy allegations that I won't even repeat for YouTube and shit. What starts going through your mind now when you're, you're sitting on a feature, not only
2: the feature, but a shot video too? Yeah, a bad video too. Yeah. Um, I mean, first and foremost, speaking on any another man's business to me is, is not my fucking place at all.
1: Sorry. Not on his business. I'm talking about you. Yeah. Like, you're seeing this and now yeah, you, you know, have know, business know, with no, him. that's what I was
2: getting. <laughs> yeah. I, I knew the way you asked the question. I'm yeah. Just saying. For, I love Trey. I yeah. had incredible interactions with Trey. I had probably the most fun I ever had on set was with him because mm. we just, we laughed and got along so well. So he's super good people uh, first and foremost. But I had the I was at Power 105 in New York. Mm-hmm. And I just freestyled did an interview with um Suss One yep. and Self. Okay. DJ Self and, and Suss One. So we were literally walking out and my man tapped me and he's like, "Yo, and the video's coming out tomorrow."
0: Mm-hmm. And there
2: was uh, there was talks in the background, there was a little bit going on, yeah. but not this. Yeah. What this was it was like, oh, they're they're about they're pressing on them, mm-hmm. and then it was like, bro, the video was already coming out at eleven a.m., and I'm in New York. Like, I can't stop yeah. what I already did, and and you know, I'm at I'm already in the middle of a rollout. Mm-hmm. So, um, I mean, it hurt the business, yeah, because I know what some of these big corporations did to him behind the scenes. Because yeah, they did it to me because I saw what was happening. But I mean, I've said it on Keep Six Solid on the what do they call that Clubhouse? Stuff? The Clubhouse, yeah. I said it a few times. That records worth a lot of money to me. Mm-hmm. I made a lot of money with that record. It worked out for me. Yeah. Excuse me. But in that light, like, bro, that record should be a top 10 record at radio. Yeah. Like they they suppressed it. Well, yeah, I'm They're sure like corporations, they, they, they didn't play the it and stuff. And they suppressed yeah. it. But like, we've fully been told like, yo, this is not going to work because of this, mm-hmm. which to me is insane. But I mean, it's bigger than me. The well, that's also the business now, right? Um, <laughs> They're doing Sorry. it to other artists right now, too. Yeah, like... I'm beyond this Kanye stuff, that, to yeah, me, like, I don't know Lane's, about that. Yeah, like Tory Lanez.
1: Tory Lanez was not put on, like, playlist for how long? Yeah. Because of, of allegations. Even down to, like, um, more wilder characters, like
2: R. Kelly and, and, and 6ix9ine and these guys. Yeah, but those things are convictions, bro. That's different. This is true. The R. Kelly shit is not what this is. Yeah, but, okay, even with 6 ix
1: 9 right? Fuck 6ix9ine and all that bullshit and the ratting and all that. But it's like the streaming companies taking street stances. What the hell do they know about the streets? Why
2: should they care? They don't, but somebody with a lot of money is is, is, is saying no. Right. So what the fuck can we say? So I say all that to say, like, when they decide, oh, well, you can't push the button on this person, it just fucks everything all up, Yeah, bro, it does. Whatever the reason it is. Especially on allegations. The shit you're talking about with 6ix9ine, I didn't, I didn't really know it was like that with him because I don't really pay attention yeah. to what he's doing, but I didn't know that. But with an allegation, like, especially, you know, in sports, music, I've seen mad people get accused of shit that was never even close to true. Mm-hmm. And it, like, I know I have, like, best friends that have lost scholarships over shit that was never even in the realm of being true. Yeah. So, I mean, that shit is really detrimental to people. Yeah. So, I don't really think, you know, the, that stuff is, is really a good idea, but it's also part of life, bro. Yeah, it, it is what it is. I mean, I don't really look at that 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 record and be like, "Oh, I can't believe these people are suppressing him in the algorithm and shit." Like, that's not mm-hmm. a, that's not a conversation I'm having. Yeah, Where I'm like, "Oh, we got suppressing the algorithm. We're fucked." Like, yeah, that's not, not. I'm the I'm the type of guy, bro. I've been. I've made some really big mistakes, mm-hmm. and I've done some really dope shit. So I know that it's just keep going. Yeah, keep going. Like, and I have like. My record with Young Blue and the video of Young Blue is 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 huge. Mm. We're letting him run his album cycle, and then we're dropping. Nice, and you know, so and then behind that, I got another one that's even bigger. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, and I'm doing all this fully independently. Yeah, There's no labels involved in anything I'm doing. So okay. you know, I mean, distribution at this point, I should probably think about it. Yeah, I should probably stop saying no, but um, just distribution. I think at this point. But here's something
1: also I want to know now that you're you're mentioning these different things, right? Just to give some game to the audience, um, you know, you have features and you've cleared features. Yeah. How does one attain a feature and then
2: two clear the feature? I mean, I think it depends on how big the artist is. And it was a lot different when I was a baby. Like when I was 16, I did a record with Royce. I don't even think that there was a, I I, I heard of clearing a record at that point. You know, it was just like the management said we could put it out on December 12th. So it comes Mm. out. But now at this point, bro, you could buy a feature and still not be able to put it out. You could obtain a feature from the artist himself yes. and still not be able to drop. Yeah. And, and that's where people don't realize like, you know, Trey songs. And that's why I love Trey too. Trey made it so simple for me to clear that record. Mm-hmm. We knew before we did the business. I mean, the lawyers, his lawyer and my lawyer did it all and everything, but with, with his team and my team, but he, they could still. There's other people that didn't get paid in that transaction that could stop it. Yeah. So you have to go about things the right way. You got to take care of the artist, whether it's financially or it's just an agreement you guys have having mm-hmm. the record because you're on a vibe in a studio or whatever it is. Yeah. But there's still some sort of agreement on master splits, which is mm. you know the streaming, the sale, and all that. Then there's publishing splits with the producers or the writers. So there's like, you know, the the Mountain Valley record is Tammy Terrell and uh, Marvin Gaye. Yeah. They're the writers. So then there's two producers. Yeah. Then there's two performers. Then there's a company that owns the publishing. Yes. Then there's a company that has one of the performers signed. Mm. Then there's two lawyers for that company. There's two lawyers for that artist. So like, bro, that that record could have been messy and it wasn't. Yeah. Kevin Lyle snapped his fingers in Atlantic cleared that record. With, nice. In, in 10 minutes. So, you know that's based on good business relationships behind the scenes from other stuff. And, you know, um, conversations being Kevin had had and Trey's team was like, you know, they never made it a problem, but you know, I've had problems with clearing some records before or, Mm -hmm. you know, streaming services. Like I did a record with, um, Sean Kingston and Sean Kingston was in a record deal. We put the record out. Sean had some, something going on with the record label to our record, bro. I don't even know what had happened, but we had like seven hundred thousand streams in three weeks mm-hmm. on, on a record we did together, which is it's, that's a lot. Yeah, and the, the his record label that he was signed to or used to be signed to, they had the record pulled. Wow, because there was business on their end with him that wasn't taken. That wasn't care figured of, out. That yeah. I didn't know about. And I, honestly, to be honest, he's pretty he's pretty upfront with me. Mm-hmm. Like we still speak. So I don't think like he did it knowing like why would you do that? It wasn't right? malicious, yeah. Nah, but we have other business going on. It's a lot bigger than this record. Yeah, you're not just gonna do that to me. Yeah. So I think like you know there's things uh, artists might not be clear on either. So well, yeah. it's a different situation all the time. Or like now if, if I let Friday be the main artist on a record I'm dropping, like Millie's, mm-hmm. me and Millie's. Millie's is a feature on the record we did because he has other things dropping. Right. So if I make him a main artist. It takes over his platform and stops what his algorithms. And mm. So, bro, it's like all these things you're thinking of. and you It's keep like that in mind. It's yeah. not a disrespectful thing, but it's like Young Blue and them. His his manager told me, "Oh, you could drop in November or in October, but we can't give you the main artist that we told you we were gonna we were gonna do mm-hmm. because we have a single with Nicki Minaj. Then we have a rollout, and so we can't let you have main artist. But if you wait till January, we'll give you what we promise you." Yeah. Yeah. And what we're contractually obligated to do. Yeah. And bro, the difference between blue being a main artist or a feature is probably five to ten million streams.
1: Mm. So I'll wait. That's some game right there that I think a lot of people don't realize. I didn't even realize because even for all my knowledge of the, the music business, the game's always evolving. Mm-hmm. And if you're not directly in the selling of records business. It is. You you know you'll lose. I'm still You've, you will lose. You got to know, get
2: updated on shit. Yeah, and I only know this shit because I've been punched in the face with it a few times. Mm. Like I have you know I have a record with YG. I have it's out. I have and a and just to be clear, YG the West Coast YG. Yeah, 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 yeah. shout out. to Letter Y, y, y and G. 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 Yeah, that's my yeah, salute to him. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I like YG a lot. It's good music. Um, but yeah, YG from LA. I have a record with him. Um, I had records when I was a baby with like Naughty by Nature, uh, Royce the Five Nine all those, um, Joe Button, a couple people like that. I can't remember mm-hmm. who else, but then like, I've had records, bro. I bought, actually, I didn't even buy it. Right around when I got married, it's, I wouldn't even get into the whole story, because it's insane. But a big record executive, short, long story short, this big record executive from the States loved me. Mm-hmm. He gave me like a huge wedding present, like massive bag for my wedding. Yeah. But bro, this guy was giving me records. So he gave me a future record, Mm -hmm. a Lil Wayne record, and uh, a Birdman record, uh, and a Wiz Khalifa record. Wow. And like to this day, I've never heard any of the verses ever again or the beats. But I couldn't clear any of them because he gave them to me. Wow. So like I've got this Wiz Khalifa record that's crazy. And then when I brought it to Atlantic at the time, I don't know if Wiz is still with Atlantic. Atlantic was like, how'd you get this? Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, so and so did this. they did a barter in the business, and then um, I got it from him because he's my A&R. Yeah. And they're like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. No, you didn't. You're not, like, we don't even remember recording that. Or, like, my I Don't Give a Fuck record. I had a I Don't Give a Fuck 2.0 mm-hmm. that had Sky Zoo, Talib Kweli, MOP, Joel Ortiz, and Troy Av on it, all on wow. the same record. Talib Kweli called and said, yo. Who are you? Mm-hmm. How'd you get that verse? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he said my name in it. So he, he did the verse for me. Mm-hmm. But this guy that I was working with from the States was so slick. He got a- anybody you can imagine. Bro, I had Nicki Minaj verses that never came out. They weren't for me, but I heard them. Yeah. Like, this guy was giving me e- He just, That's everything. Crazy. But I couldn't clear anything. Like the, the, I don't give a fuck with Sky Zoo and Troy Ave and all them. I got it out mm-hmm. and put it out, but not on streaming platform wow bro I had the records the record with Lil Wayne is a smash and this mm. is like when I was like 19 yeah so like yeah bro, future like right like right before he popped Lil Wayne when he was at the top of his game mm-hmm. Birdman features, is like I mean I don't it's just cool yeah like you know or like, like Wiz, stunt, Wiz Khalifa black and yellow had popped that record with Fast and Furious was going crazy at this time. Yeah, oh, If I could have dropped one of those records and do hundred million streams at That's that time. Crazy. And I couldn't clear one of them. I tried to clear all of them.
0: Wow. I was on, And I was doing
2: business with, they had a cash money at that time. I was doing business with Atlantic. I was, so I could get, I could get to everyone, but they were all like, where the fuck did you Where'd get, you get this shit? Yeah, And the only reason I know all this shit was legit because the bag I got for my wedding from this guy mm-hmm. was real. So it was like, this guy was trying to help me, but in like a fuck, like a in, in like some fuck boy shit at the yeah, same time. Yeah, like, he didn't do the right When I was a right kid, bro, I didn't know. Yeah. I didn't know it was, I just thought like, I and I was sending the beats. These were my guy's beats. There was a kid from Ajax, mm. who made every one of these records. So it's not like we were getting a record done. We were getting the records done, getting them back and still couldn't clear them. Wow. I don't think I ever told that story out loud. And- the the label that this guy worked with, I tattooed the logo on the back of my arm because mm. when I got that bag for for my wedding, I'm like, this bag's too big, I'm getting signed. Yeah. And I never got signed. Wow. He got something happen because like, bro, he was operating kind of fucked up. Well shit. A bunch of people
1: probably were like, okay, so where's this guy getting these you know verses what I from? I
2: actually think what he was doing is I heard he's a huge engineer. hmm Massive. I actually know who it is. And he is a huge engineer. Yeah. But so you would come into the studio to do your own shit, and your studio bill might be 10k. He'd be like, "Yo, fuck your studio bill, my man. Peter Jackson got this new shit. You need to jump on it." That's how he was getting this shit done. Wow. Or like, yo, I got you. Got to hear this kid from Canada. He's dope. Play some shit. Oh, it's dope. Yo, jump on the record, bro. Like, that's the way this guy was operating. Like, wow. And it's like, bro, it's the completely wrong way to operate. Yeah. Because yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm serious about my business, so. I can't put out, I couldn't put out any of these records. Yeah. And I got them all still. And I used to play them for like people I was close with and shit. Bro, gone, bro. I got a future record uh, and I'm unsigned. I've got a future record, I've got a Lil Wayne record, and a Wiz Khalifa record in the height of everybody's shit. That's and crazy. I'm unsigned. But no paperwork, crazy. no thing. So it's back to the features. Don't give nobody a bag to do a feature without the paperwork. Yeah. A couple more questions about the business. How does
1: one, because you've done a lot of stuff with the um, getting on mainstream media, yeah. right? What's the formula to getting on mainstream radio or just mainstream media? Because like I've seen you pop up on like breakfast television and all types of shows and shit.
2: Like, is it publicists or like you doing that yourself, man? Um, no, I think it's been different publicists at times, mm-hmm. um, but it's not the publicists. It's what I was doing. Mm-hmm. so it's like you know when i did the raptors record mm-hmm. um when i did um on a wave mm-hmm. like you know on a wave i won um they named me like virgin radio future star okay so like at that time like uh virgin radio is all bell media mm-hmm. so like all bell media outlets so like at that point it's easy to walk into e-talk and all that stuff yeah and that um so i think it depends on what you're doing because no, you got to remember, Canada. The makeup in Canada is mad different. Mm-hmm. Hip hop is not top forty. Top forty stations in Canada don't really play hip hop. Yeah, you got to be like the song. Got to be like well, what's that Cardi B record that was huge? Wap or no, no, no. The first one, the big O-Dack one. Yellow, uh, bro. Unless it's that big, that's not making it on the Canadian mainstream radio. Yeah, you got to be like it. Got to be all the way gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, like drink stuff, basically. Yeah, but like, there's even some stuff of his. Until it's like unless it's like his popping popping singles, virgin radio ain't playing it, mm-hmm. they' actually that's yeah, that is true, but it's his big records, yeah, and it should be Watch all his records, and stuff like or that. it should be all his records, yeah, he's the biggest artist in the world, and he's from here, yeah, what are you talking about? any record he wants to play, play it, yeah, that's how I feel, and that's what I think they should do, but I think it really depends on what you do, and it's like you know, the raptors are a household thing, very mm-hmm. popular everybody messes with them so it's easier for them to put you on e-talk or whatever you know it's like it is what it is it's, it's what you do it's like you know carl wolf's all over that stuff yeah um you know but he's got africa so africa was a household record that wasn't just like a hit mm-hmm. that's like a multi-platinum record in canada alone yeah so it's like you know you got to do something that warrants that stage because we don't have rhythmic radio like the states does yeah we don't have urban radio like i was even saying it before like we have one or two outlets mm-hmm. that are urban radio but their market share is, is small yeah so you have to do something commercial like that's why that record sometimes on my album is, is perfect for that shit what are they gonna give me a shot with it i don't know you know because i've had i've had hits but some labels that I had the record, the hits with like their artists, like I wasn't right for their image. yeah, And like weird old stuff like that. So it's like, you know, they again suppressive. it. Yeah. So you got to like do the right thing at the right time. And the right person got to be like, yeah, it's PJ's time. Yeah. Just let them have a shot. Wow. It's just, it's just a real chess game, bro. I mean, every business is like that, though. It's just, we do interviews about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When, you know, you, you don't know what Adidas is doing behind closed doors. You don't yeah. know what, what what they say in the shoe business. You don't know what the banking industry is doing because the CEO or the CFO or you know, the founder, they're not doing interviews about it. Yeah. So you know, it's 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 a little bit different. Yeah. What's the biggest show that you ever bought here? Brought? Yeah. To Canada? Yeah. Yeah. Because you bought some big shows here, big bro. Show. Um, Leonard Skinner. Okay. Yeah, Leonard Skinner. Twitter. What was the? What made it the biggest? Like, how many people? Like, what was um, it? I think like fifteen thousand. Whoa. Um, it was like I purchased it. Like I mm. bought it. I didn't just sell it. Because that's the difference too, right? I'm a. I own a booking agency. So I sell shows and tours and stuff, but I'm also a promoter. That's how I started. Right. So I buy shows too. Um, so probably Leonard Skinner would be like the biggest one that I bought. Mm-hmm. Um. But the biggest show I ever like been on would have been one of the Calgary Stampedes I've been on. Okay. He with Cowboys. Shout out to Cowboy. Wow. 50 Cent. Like this year, bro, we booked. I booked T.I., Ludacris, Nelly, Polo G, Flowrider. Um, and we, book, we didn't book Big Sean, but Big Sean was there too. Oh, mm-hmm. I booked J.I. Rule too. Um, I, think I booked somebody else too. T.I. A bunch of people But like, bro, Calgary Stampede, like if you're Canadian, go to Calgary Stampede, man. I've heard, it's man. It's the best. But I called my girl like the first time I went there We're in like a cowboy, and I'm not on that shit. Like cowboy hat on, fucking partying. Yeah. Like, really partying. Because everybody is there for a good time. Yeah. Like, and this is like years ago when I was opening for 50, but like Bro, a booth at Calgary Stampede is 60K. Wow. Yeah, like a booth beside the stage. I'm sure like it's endless bottles at that point, but yeah. I remember it was like 60,000 for like the guy's booth we were in. Yeah. The party's the best party i ever been to. Everybody is there to have fun. Wow. Like, Alberta's already a cool place in itself. Yeah, yeah. Stampede, bro, this year, it was nuts. Calgary Stampede. It's the craziest Go this year, bro. <sighs> and you know what? Saturday night during the Stampede, we went to a Passa Passa in a in an industrial building mm-hmm. that had nothing to do with Stampede, it was just like somebody was throwing like the craziest passing past. I'm like, bro, I've been to like real ones in the streets of Kingston. Yeah, with like Junior Reed and Sizzla and um, what's the uh, the DJ group that's huge from Jamaica? Um, DJ group. Yeah, it's like a coalition of DJs, they're, and they're always in Canada. Oh fuck. Um, they're huge. I can't remember their name right now. But like they were playing at the one I was at in Kingston. This was nuts. Mm. Fenced in industrial area, buses like crazy. Like the parties from that party to the biggest party at Stampede, it's just different, bro. Like I feel like I've like It's I've
1: heard about it and never taken the time because I'm like it's Calgary. Like whoa.
2: So three thirty in the morning in like, at this Stampede. All my people leave. I'm with a couple of people from Calgary that I fuck with. My man's like, yo, let's go eat. And I'm like, yeah, definitely I'm not. I'm wild. So I'm like, yeah, let's go. Mm-hmm. I'm not even tired at all. It's 330. Pull up to this restaurant and there's a line at 330 in the morning. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm not, i am line up to go in anywhere. I'm not lining up. Yeah. We line up, we go in or we line, we get to the lineup and I, there's a bouncer too. And I'm like, bro, this is a food spot. I'm like, yo, what's up, bro? I'm like, how yeah, we get right in? He's like, you don't. And I'm like, okay, buddy. So I'm like, yo, bro. Gave him a couple bills, and I'm like, all these people with me, and, and everybody else in line. It mm. was in front of me. Let everybody in. And he's like, all right, cool. So I gave him like a couple hundred bucks. Boy, I went in. There wasn't a person sitting down in this restaurant. Everybody was singing that song, uh, that Journey record, "Small Town Boy" or whatever it's mm. called. Everyone's standing on the tables, singing at three That's thirty crazy. in the morning. They wouldn't serve you in this restaurant, mind you, the best Chinese food. Not as good as like Toronto or Montreal, but mm. some of the best Chinese food I ever had at 3.30 in the morning in Calgary, but they won't serve you if you get on the table and sit. That's crazy. don't bring in your menus. But was the nasty, bro, guys doing bottle service in the corner. There was girls popping everywhere. Like this shit was wild, like wild. And it's, bro, it's a restaurant at 3.30. Calgary. So it's 3.30 when it's about to shut down and it's this good. That's mm. what the rest of the parties have been like. And I've been everywhere, bro. I'm literally probably Calgary, been really. Nastiest party ever. Wow. Best party in Canada, Calgary Stampede.
1: You hear that, Common Gang? Make your trip to Cal... Yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna make my trip for the next one, yo. Bro, Trust I've met me.
2: like real like guys in Toronto that are super active, mm. they, like are rappers now, but when they were puppies, I used to see them out there. Mm. Like, I'm th- in the, like they come in and introduce themselves, and now I'm seeing them years later, and like whatever. But like, boy, I'm talking about like. Some people know, like, you know, once you get up and look at Roni traveling right now. Yeah. He travel. I I don't know if he traveled for his first time after this tour that he was on. Mm-hmm. He has not stop traveling. Yeah. Look at some people that go to the States. They don't, it's not that they can't come back. They don't want to come back. They don't want to come back. Why would you? Yeah. It's dope everywhere. Bro, Italy and Florence and all those places I went with Fetty Wap, mm-hmm. best things I ever did. That European tour was the best thing that ever happened to me. Yeah. It, it's It's not that here's not cool, but. Oh, the, the world is bigger than your neighborhood. Facts. The world is bigger than your city. The world is a lot bigger than your country. Yeah. We, we think small because you don't get to touch everything. Yeah. But like, you know, once you start touching other stuff and going places, like, oh, I hate the Boston Bruins because of what they've done to Toronto, but Boston is one of the dopest cities in in the States. been so to. Mm-hmm. Food, the people, the money, the weed. Oh, it's a fucking crazy city. Yeah. But like, we're from Toronto, and if you like hockey, you won't go to Boston. Yeah. Like, Fuck Boston. I'm not going there. That's not true. Because then when you go, you're like, oh, it's pretty much the same. You're missing out. at home, and you're missing out. Yeah. I th- I'm just using that as an example because people do it for a lot less than what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. You know, As a hockey fan, that's a big deal. Yeah. Like, it's a very big deal. The Bruins have ruined our lives many times. Yeah. So you think about that. Actually, I'm not going there. But, bro, I'm telling you, you're missing out.
1: Yeah. What about L's? What's the biggest L that you feel that you've ever taken? Oh, like just uh, in business, whether it's through music. Yeah. Like not just money, but like, just like just taking an L, like it was a setback. You know what I'm saying? Something that you, you know, financially you might've had to like put some money back in to get back to where you were, (coughs) or it was just a fucking financial fuck up. One or the other.
2: I've taken a lot of losses. Um, I I just told myself the other day, and I always say this, I take every um, win on the arm and every loss on the head. Mm -hmm. Um, That's just, you know, that's my mind frame, which is not always the best. But, um, I mean, you know, I've put a lot of trust in people that are like older heads for me. Mm -hmm. Um, And I've been been promised the world like a million times in business and in life. And I feel like every one of those people... You know, sold me a crazy dream that never came true. But I think like my biggest L in, in the business, um, something that still pisses me off would be that record I had on a wave. It was in heavy rotation and it was charting on billboard. Um, we were in the top 30. We just broke it. And before the record popped, there was this guy that's, that's, that's big in the business. He told me the record wasn't going to work. Mm-hmm. so I basically told him to go fuck himself went out and busted the record at Top 40 Radio without him but you don't bust records at Top 40 Radio without this guy mm-hmm. it just doesn't happen but I was pissed I took it super personal Yeah. Um. but then my record started to pop it didn't fully pop but it cracked the top 30 at CHR which is a really big deal mm-hmm. fast forward there's a music meeting being had I'm getting five spins a day Another big Canadian artist is getting five spins a day. The guy that I told to go fuck himself represents this artist and not me. Mm-hmm. They take my five spins a day on like 20 stations and give them to his guy because they mm-hmm. have a relationship with this guy. He had come back to me after my record started moving and said, yo, I can actually think I can make this work. And I was like, what? You told, you told me it wouldn't work. I'm going to do it without you. I never should have told him I'd do it without him. Because he's the reason my record didn't pop. But, bro, that record would have went number one. Wow. Because I would have went from five spins a day to ten. Yeah. I would have got what the other guy got. And mm. I know what happened with the other guy's record. It went platinum. And they were like this. And his went platinum. And mine just vanished. Wow. And to me, that was a huge L because I knew that record was it. Mm-hmm. I knew the record was a hit. I knew it. Like, there's no, there was no doubt about it, bro. You couldn't go into a bank. Uh, a clothing store you couldn't go into like normal places without hearing my song yeah and you didn't even know it was a peter jackson record because i wasn't known for making records like that yeah it was just playing everywhere and to me I, I i knew i knew what it was and i knew it was gone but it was politics and i this guy said no then i told him to go fuck himself then he said yes then i told him to go fuck himself yeah and when i had a chip on my shoulder like we're good we're already moving yeah but this, that wasn't the case you know, so I should have let my ego sit down or not let my ego get in the way. And like, you know, it was personal, but I still shouldn't have let my ego get in the way. And yeah. to me, that was the biggest L for the simple fact that, bro, that, that was guaranteed. Yeah. It was a guarantee. It was coming. Like, I knew it was coming.
1: Yeah. That's crazy, dude. Yeah. And and even like, you know what? Before I get to um, some of my other questions, um, salute to PK Hurricanes. He asked me to ask you about a story from back before. Jada Kiss Community Center. Oh, shit. What happened at the community center? Can you tell that story? Holy fuck, he was there that night? No, but salute to Frankie Payne. He was supposed to perform that night. And we didn't perform. He said something about No, we were there though. Yes, he said, y'all pulled up.
2: No, no, me and Jada were there. Yeah. Jada Kiss tour was one of the first tours I did with no help. Mm -hmm. So I had a partner. At that time, and then me and him had a falling out, mm-hmm. and I kept it moving, and I was just starting to really move by myself, like, doing big things by myself. Yeah. I actually remember that night, we were in the parking lot, and the promoter didn't have the money. Mm. So, there was no show. He had paid, there was oh, no back end, he didn't have it. The, Yeah. And then, bro, when you pull up to, like, and at this time, I hadn't done 10,000 shows, so I, I didn't know what that venue was. Mm-hmm. And I had no idea what we were walking into, which can happen yeah, yeah, yeah. a lot of times, but he just didn't have our money. Okay. I, can't, I, I would never remember that if they didn't remember that. That's crazy. But I remember being in the back of the car. I actually 100% remember that now.
1: Yeah. No, because I, it's good that you cleared that up too, because I guess the, the 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 perception is
2: he saw how grimy it was and he was like, we're not nah, doing this. No, hell no, bro. Bro, I've been in, I've been in Yonkers with those guys. Mm-hmm. I've been in Yonkers with, with, yo. The first time I ever went to to Yonkers was mm. she brought me there. Me and would pull up on their on their like block. A bunch of their guys are out front of the spot. We're about to get out. In me, I'm like a happy, like, you know, I'm not from, you know, I'm not from the bullshit. I've been in the middle of a lot of bullshit mm-hmm. and I've been around a lot of stuff, but I'm not, I don't play pretend like I'm from somewhere. I'm not. Yeah. I'm from Ajax. I'm from over here. So I'm like try to hop out the car without before she gets out. And yeah. Pete, like, do not do that. You'll, mm-hmm. you'll take your top off before you even get out the car because they've never seen this. He still had the paper tags on the car we were in. He like, Yo, My guys don't even know this is my car. Relax. Let me get out first. But he gets out and then just opens the, opens the door or whatever, and I get out. But, like, bro, those guys are from, like, they're from Yonkers. Yeah. Yonkers is, like, I've been to a lot of places in New York. Yonkers is a, is a serious place. Mm. I don't think I've ever been with, I don't think I've actually ever been with an artist where, like, that happened, what you're talking about. Like, yeah. oh, not, not based on, like, the people or the, the building. Maybe based on, like, the professionalism yeah. of the venue or the promoter. But not on no, like, holy fuck, I'm not going out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no that's crazy. I'm, I'm glad you cleared that up. Yeah, but people always have, bro, you some of the stories I hear, but when people ask me things like that, mm-hmm. I'm like, that's not what happened. Yeah. And it's just so simple to be like, the promoter didn't pay us, bro. Yeah. And I actually remember I liked that promoter too. He just didn't pay us. Yeah, yeah.
1: Let me ask you also about, like, the cannabis business. Yeah. Right? Because I see that you've been getting involved in a cannabis the cannabis business over the years right like what about like even like your connection with ghost drops yeah and and salute to the homie organic yeah and can we talk, talk a little anything. bit about
2: that yeah first and foremost um organics my brother mm-hmm. um, i think we both kind of came into the music business at the same time we battled each other i should <laughs> never have battled anybody but uh we battled each other when we were like really young and he, he ate my food um so i think that was the last time i ever battled but We've been friends forever. I, I knew he owned Ghost Drops before everybody knew. Not everybody. I'm sure there's people that knew, but you know, I knew that he founded Ghost Drops. Mm-hmm. Um, so we were working together behind the scenes, and I supported him. And um, you know, I just loved what he was doing. And he schooled me a lot on like, um, I don't know, if scientific is the right word, but on like, like the real knowledge of cannabis. Yeah. I understand. I'm a. I'm from over here. I'm from Canada. I understand the. Concept of selling cannabis mm-hmm. and, and live in, and doing all that stuff that you know we all did, yeah. But um, he really taught me about like what I'm smoking is, yeah. and you know, what what is in it. And a lot of times it's it's too much for me. Like you know, I I wouldn't say the nose of a bud. I would mm. say the smell of a bud. These guys would be like, oh, the nose, or I'll be like, yeah, the taste. They're like, no, the terpenes. Mm. So he's really taught me a lot about that kind of stuff and. Uh, allow me to do a lot of business with them and you know Ghost Drops fully supports me and uh, I fully support them but like bro I'm like I'll work with anybody in the cannabis industry if you got good weed. Yeah. That's like that's my first prerequisite I'm not fucking with no I don't care how big the bag is. Yeah. If you don't got it I'm not fucking with you. Yeah. Like Kind Farms from Boston just sponsored my record with um, like sponsored me to go out to Boston with Millie's. mm mm-hmm. these guys had it like th- these guys in Boston and Maine Maine got some of the best weed I ever smoked. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. But for, for legal cannabis in Canada, it's Ghost a 100 times over. Yeah. And everything. And the legal side. No, oh, salute, salute to Ghost Drops. And,
1: oh, you know, I forgot to do it in the beginning of the episode. Salute to our sponsors, Astro Pink. If you know, you know. Check them out on their website, myastropink.com. Or on their Instagram, astro underscore pink. Scene. Um, last couple questions here.
2: Right? I like um, Astro Pink too. Send a couple bags. Yeah, I, yeah, I like, yeah, I like yeah. the pinks. Indeed, listen, I I, actually, I've smoked Astro Pink a bunch of times. Yeah, that's, Some that's the Some of the kids around the neighborhood and shit, they always got it. They keep me toasty regularly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, I see you guys are moving heavy with them. Yeah. yeah. And that's, bro, I've done like, I, I'm not even going to lie, I've done like heavy seven figure deals with cannabis companies. Mm-hmm. Heavy. Like that Wu Tang show and all those shows that were going on at one time, that was a yeah. cannabis company. Okay. People don't really know that. but Wow. Well, I were, did not know that. Yeah. For. The, the one that was free, the, mm-hmm. the Wu-Tang show I did in Toronto that was free, mm-hmm. was a company, like a cannabis company, that did it. Okay. Yeah. That's fucking good business right there. Yeah, that was, those guys were smart. Yeah. At that time, and that's when like, the stocks were booming and everybody was really getting to a bag, you know, mm-hmm. when it was first like, super hot. Yeah, yeah. Um,
1: we took a loss not too long ago, crazy loss, when I woke up and I seen on the timeline that Pat Stay passed away. You know what I'm saying? And you t- talk about, like, because I know you've had a connection with Pat Stay over the years, mm-hmm. right? I, I, where were you when you first heard that? Like, the, the, like the, the news of his passing?
2: Um, I'm really close to a lot of people in Halifax. with mm-hmm. a lot of people because I've been out there a lot. and. Um, I've just got a lot of connections, and they're an hour ahead of us. Yeah. Um, time-wise. So, and I wake up really early. So it was really early in the morning. And a DJ that I really respect from out there. Um, I seen him post like a cryptic message mm-hmm. on on because nobody had posted yet. And I had heard that later on, I found out that people knew in the middle of the night, like after it happened, like very close people, like in the city. Yeah. Um, but I found out very early in the morning. And, bro, I've gone, honestly, man, if I hadn't, and I don't know if this even sounds right, if I hadn't just lost my father and I hadn't just lost a mentor of 15 years, Mm -hmm. I think Pat shit would have crushed me. And it did. And it has. Like yesterday, I was a mess listening to one of his records. And there's so many little things um, for me personally, but I've never seen that sort of reception that Pat's getting yeah. and I brought it up to you yeah. and I saluted you for the way you spoke on him. I salute Joe Button for the way he spoke on him. I'm watching Organic stand on business for his family right now mm-hmm. and I'm watching a lot of people. I knew I know how big of an artist Pat is. Yeah. I'm not stupid. He, God forbid and what happened happened. Mm-hmm. I always knew Pat was the best. He was like the only Canadian battle rapper that I loved like that. Like, yeah. I like Sharon. And a couple of those guys, but Pat is a I'd always said he's a superstar, yeah, not just good he was a he had it, he had what a lot of people don't have, yeah, he was an actual superstar, like we talked back a whole bunch of times about tons of business stuff we had lots of stuff going on behind the scenes, but um Pat was a superstar mm-hmm. a real superstar so on the on the business side and the music side, I'd never seen anybody in Canada get that kind of reception and it was real yeah the way people feel about him and like the the things like bro the way he spoke to fans like bro i'm pretty good online with speaking to people behind closed doors that that show me love or comments or things going on or people that i'm even friends with but pat was unbelievable with that shit because i thought mine and his situation was like it wasn't like that with everybody Mm -hmm. but like bro like Nobody checked on me more since I lost my dad than Pat. Yeah. It wasn't my family. Yeah. Nobody. And there's a lot of people that check on me daily. Nobody checked on me like Pat did. And nobody knew that. Nobody knew like the text message like a day before whatever yeah. it was. And there was, I wasn't the only one he did that shit with. Yeah. So then in life, you know, screw the music and the, the, that shit. Well, it doesn't matter anymore. Yeah. It yeah. does because you get to hear his voice and it's great and all those things. But what really matters is Pat was probably... Top five fathers I ever seen that were young with their kids. Mm-hmm. Top five. And that's not, I never seen he was good with his kids, man. Yeah. Because it's hard to be a good dad, bro. Like, it's, it's super hard. So, that shit with that, that's the shit that bothers me. Mm-hmm. Like, because it's like, you know, it's one thing to lose a friend. But it's tough, bro. it's um, tough because that stuff's so much bigger. Yeah. We we're gonna feel that I'm feeling the pain right now as I speak about it. Mm-hmm. His son can't move without feeling that pain. His girl yeah. can't move without feeling that pain, bro. So, you know, and there's lots of other people too and you know, that, that feel that and you know, the way he dealt with me with my dad passing was insane, but like I actually like gained more respect for him when he lost his mother mm-hmm. because he was dealing with it so publicly because he was so public about everything Yeah, that you had to be public about that or like, you know, and the thing is about Patrick, Patrick so fucking funny. Mm-hmm. Like one of the funniest guys I knew, like that Unreasonable Rob stuff, I told him before, it's going to be a smash. It's yeah. going to work. It's going to work perfect. And, it must be something in the water in Halifax because like trailer park boys and his stuff. And yeah. it's crazy that they're, you know, low budgets, but like yeah. huge influence on, on the production side. Yeah. Um, but all that stuff is all that stuff. It's just, you know, a good father, um, you know, a great friend and, you know, I'm not pretending that we weren't best friends by any means, but, when I went to class five's birthday at Class's house, it was like, I spent my whole time there with Pat yeah. or like, you know, talking or his battles or some other business stuff or whatever. Like he was just, you know, it's, it's crazy because I see a lot of myself in his, his life with his girl and his kids and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I think that's tough too. But yeah. you know, Halifax has taken some fucking huge losses mm-hmm. in like people that they looked up to or like people that helped their community or like. You know, things like that. So, you know, all that stuff is just, you know, sitting with it. Yeah. No, man.
1: RIP Pat stay, man. Real one, man. Like real, real one, yeah. man.
2: No, I appreciate Probably you I sharing you, that. You, I'll say it again in, in public. What I said to you when I called you that day, the way you spoke about him, you didn't speak on it like it was. A news story of somebody, like, you could, You know, sometimes media outlets are terrible with that shit, mm-hmm. but you were gentle with it. Like, mind the way I'm saying it, but you, you spoke about it correctly. You honored him. You were respectful. Because you got to remember, bro, his wife's watching. Yeah. His kids are going to see this shit. And that's the thing that people don't understand with social media, which is why I don't fuck around on the internet. Yeah. Well, I'm around the nastiest people in the world and the best people in the world. You know, you're around all this stuff and you see it, but it's. You know, I don't even know where I was going. I told you. No, with the social
1: media stuff and that's like the way that we handled oh, it sorry, online. Back, yeah. That
2: back door just tripped me out. Yeah, yeah no, me too, me too, me too. No, do no, <laughs> like I'm I'm, I'm here to make sure that yeah, we, yeah, yeah. We, we direct
1: the car yeah, yeah, always yeah. in the right direction. It's my people, but it's... Yeah.
2: Um, you have to watch that stuff on social media. Yeah. You have to be very mindful. And I think you... Like, bro, I would never say something to somebody that I didn't mean. You can see about this subject, and I mean what I'm saying, yeah. and I respected it so much. You, I don't remember who you were speaking with. It was your other. It was you and one of the other guys. It was, was it Possibly, PK? It could have been Dusty. Oh, it could have been PK yeah, also. It was, it P. was, P. was P. no P. actually it
1: was PK yeah, yeah, Herc. Who the PK Herc. Yeah,
2: the way the two of you were speaking, I was driving to a, a like a movie premiere in the city, mm-hmm. so I was downtown when I and I, I was watching the interview, but while I was driving or whatever, and just the way you were speaking, I was like, "Fuck, I gotta tell him." Because not everybody handles that. Bro, you see these these blogs, with some of them do. Yeah. Some of them don't. And some of them are respectful of the people they have relationships with, but some people just do shit for hits. Yeah. And, bro, you got to remember, you're in this for the music. You're in this to give us a platform for the music. Yeah. For our business within the music. This shit ain't about nothing else. Yeah. When it becomes something else, then it's something else. Yeah. Bro, I turned down 100 interviews. I don't want to do interviews because I don't want to talk about bullshit. Yeah. I want to talk about Pat. I want to talk about the business I stand on. Yeah. I want to have a real conversation about my album or all the shows I book or all the tours I have coming mm. or all the artists I help behind the scenes. These are the things I want to talk about. I don't want to talk about some shit. You know, I don't want, you know, there's shit I don't want to talk about. Yeah. You know, the shit. Everybody you speak to don't want to talk about, but you choose to do things the right way. And that's why I respect you. Well, thank you, King. And you see,
1: the thing is also with us, You know, we've known each other for a long space of time and we've had more than one on camera interview, Mm -hmm. right? Like this is the second time that we've spoken on camera here. So we got all of the history stuff cleared up the first time. Mm -hmm. So I like to have like follow-ups because we could talk about other shit, Mm -hmm. right? So like, for example, on the business, right? What's one of the biggest accomplishments you
2: feel like you ever had? Um... On the mu- on the direct music side, I had a number three record on Billboard. Okay. Um, In between, it was Drake, Bieber, and then Beyonce behind me. Mm-hmm. And I was on the Billboard charts for like five weeks, but I peaked at number three. Nice. So, um, and that's the thing I always say, like, you know, Christmas time's coming. Everybody's going to post their Spotify numbers. <laughs> Yo, I don't care what your Spotify number say. I want to see your sound scan. Yeah. Show me your sound scan reports to get you your grants. The, or actual sales that Billboard tracks mm-hmm. or the other um, outlets that do the same thing Sounds Can't Do. Yeah. Show me that. That's important. Not the stuff you can play with. Yeah. That's not important, bro. Yeah. It's just for, it's it's, uh, it's makeup. Yeah, it's, it's it's easy stunting, basically. It's not stunting. Yeah. It's not. If everybody's doing the exact same thing, who gets ahead from it? Yeah. And if everybody else can do it, then it's not a stunt. Oh, it, it, not at all. Yeah, yeah. You know, for me, it's like you know that that's the stuff I I think is I think I'm a little bit jaded on certain things because I know a little bit more mm-hmm. on certain things. um So I think. But back to it, the, the music, direct music would be the Billboard record. Mm-hmm. um You know, having the booking agency that I have, like my booking agency, like I said, we're not the only booking agency in Canada um, that does hip hop, but you know we're we're pretty dominant. Yeah, you know, um, there's a lot of stuff that we book that I don't post about because if it doesn't help Peter Jackson, I don't put it on Peter Jackson's page. Mm-hmm. Because you know, like if I book the Leonard Skinner tour, this Friday and we love hip hop or keep six solid. Give a fuck. Yeah, unless they really understand how big that actually is, they don't care.
1: Yeah, it just it doesn't intersect with the culture like that.
2: It just it's does. a good bag, definitely. Yeah, <laughs> right? but, yeah, yeah, for sure. But that's some like that's Mike Smith. Yeah. It's not Peter Jackson. Yeah. Yeah. You know? So some of that is like, you know, some of that stuff doesn't really matter to what I'm trying to do publicly. Mm-hmm. Behind closed doors. Crazy. Some of that's just nuts. But like, you know, the, I'm proud of the booking agency. Um, I'm I'm proud of, you know, being able to do music the way I want. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I like helping people, bro. I really like helping people behind the scenes yeah, that a lot yeah. of people just wouldn't think there's things I'm helping with or doing but you know like everybody deserves to have a shot mm. at stuff that like people might not want you to know or I don't know why they wouldn't want you to know but things that I wasn't taught or told or showed yeah. so now I know them I tell everybody behind the scenes in the business shit I help anybody that's good people bro anybody that's good people Well, that's real shit man
1: um I have my question. It's my recurring question that um, I've been running now for the last few months. And I feel like I get a lot of insight out of this. For everything that you've accomplished, all of the different obstacles, just, just everything that you've been through over the years, right? What's one thing that you wish you knew then
0: that you know now? Um...
2: shit I could just say that. That's, I'm what I'm saying. Saying. that's
1: what I'm saying. It's like it's not a no, an easy fix question. Like there's a lot of things that we can look back and
2: be like, "Fuck! If I just known this, you yeah. know what I'm saying?" I mean, my parents were right about everything. Mm. I honestly don't know, bro. I I think there's so much that I would say, but I feel like a lot of it's personal, mm-hmm. like personal to to, to me. Yeah, like yeah. Things that you know, because I honestly. I think it's like, maybe then it's trust. You know, you can't trust everybody. Mm -hmm. You can't, I believe so many people were there to help me, bro. And they were there to help themselves. Yeah. Or they had an ulterior motive. So I wish I knew that not everybody thinks the same way or has a clean heart. Like I have, or, Mm -hmm. you know, you could say you're righteous, but you're not righteous. Yeah. I'm righteous. Trust, Trust me. Trust is a, it's one that
1: is a recurring answer that comes up a lot of, with a lot of the guests.
2: Yeah, bro. Like, yeah, like, these kids are, you know, it, myself too, you, you're willing to throw it all away for y- your people, but mm-hmm. they might not do anything close to that for you. Yeah. So I think that's really what it is, bro, is this, you know, like, I really trust too easy. Like, I I just believe you got me. Mm-hmm. You know, and there's a lot of, you know, older people in the business world that I believe were my older brothers or, like, father figures to me, you know, and they let me down. Yeah. You know, or they led me astray, and then I just kept it moving, but... You know, I've been left for dead, like, five times. Mm. It never affected me. Maybe for a couple days, but... we are still here. I still... I still figured it out without... Yeah. so Um. you know, that, that stuff really hurts. So, yeah, I would say trust, loyalty. It's kind of the same thing.
1: Yeah, yeah. Similar. No, fam, I, I appreciate the jewelry, man. And I, and I appreciate the conversation that we've had here, man. Like, I feel like, you know, even though we... We know a lot about Peter Jackson and his career. I feel like we got to even learn more. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Congratulations on the album out right now. Thank you, brother. Congratulations on it hitting number one on the iTunes. Yeah. And, and yeah, man, I just, I, I'm
2: enjoying watching your journey, bro. I think it's going to get a lot bigger, too. Yeah. Like, I mean, like I said to you, I'm 34, but it's like, Canada it takes longer for things to happen than, than America. Mm -hmm. Like I said to you earlier, I went to LA and in five days I can get done what I can get done here in six months. Yeah. Because we're still building the infrastructure here. Before it didn't exist. Yeah. Now we're building it and it does exist because the grant systems, the outlets like yourself, Mm -hmm. the artists, the DJs, the clubs, um, the promoters, everything is starting to like, you know, the merchandise game, whatever it is. A lot of people are really building good businesses now within this business. Yeah. Yeah. Um so before I would say that there was no infrastructure now I would say there is. Yeah. And you know you're part of that. I'm part of that. The grant systems are part of that. Um the clubs are part of that. The DJs are part of that. So it's like, bro, I do things the right way because I'm being taught the right way by other people. Mm-hmm. This is going to get real good for a lot of people. Yeah. Because it's 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 just starting. Yeah. And some people don't see it like that but you gotta remember this shit is bigger than me. It's bigger than you. It's it's it sounds corny or cliche, but that means it's true. Yeah. I figured out everything I thought was corny when I was younger was the right thing to do. Yeah. I was like, I'm not doing that as corny. And then it works. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I don't wanna be part of that it's corny. And it works. It happens yeah. to me all the time. <laughs> like twice twice a day. Right? I'm, yeah. like, I'm not doing that as corny, babe. Like tell my girl like even something, but then that might be the most fun I had like I'm going to a costume party and dressing up. Yeah. it's corny but I bet you I'd have the most fun I had that night if I did it yeah. I'm still not gonna do it <laughs> but I bet you I would've had mad fun Yeah. at least now I understand what I'm missing right They say also the time when you're feeling the
1: most discomfort is the time when change is about to happen yeah right so you know sometimes you gotta you know feel that discomfort and take that chance you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying 100% yeah man very, very insightful conversation. Thank you once again for having this conversation and, and make sure to follow Peter Jackson on, on his Instagram, Peter Jackson
2: 905 right? I got that. Yeah, right? I just started the only fans too. Bro. Okay, okay. Yeah. I was about to say, yo. <laughs> <laughs> nah, you're just like, you're just going with it. You're like, yeah, well, listen. It's yeah. not
1: only sex shit that be happening behind no, no, the wall, no, no, right?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but
1: yeah, yeah. listen, I, I appreciate your time, fam. You too, brother. I you know, too. know what I'm saying? The, the space over here. And I look forward to everything that you got coming Thank up in really. the future, man. Thank you, man. you. know what I'm saying? Appreciate you, bro. Another one in the vault. Big thanks to Peter Jackson. I'm over here in the 90 nickel. Salute, salute. Make sure to hit the subscribe, all that good shit. we offer this.
0: Deuces. We love hip hop.